You are listening to the Business First Creatives Podcast. I'm your host, Coley James. In each episode, you will hear real-life stories, behind-the-scene takes, and practical insights for how to streamline and grow a creative business that brings you joy and a paycheck. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Business First Creatives Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about my favorite topic in the whole wide world, And that is the four workflows that I think every photographer and entrepreneur needs inside of their business in a CRM. Now, full disclosure, you guys all know by now that I have a Dubsado implementation course for photographers called the CRM Blueprint, and that I also do VIP day setups for other types of creative entrepreneurs. But what I'm talking about today is the exact same things I teach in the course and that I create from scratch for all of my VIP day clients. Remember, what I do for you is not something that you can't do for yourself. Anybody with enough time that wants to set up their own systems can do it. What you get from me when you hire me or you join my course is you actually get my eyeballs on your business. You get me as your tech support. You get all the templates that you need to create it. But that doesn't mean if you don't have a budget to hire out your system setup or that you are not a course person, that you can't do it for yourself. So today I am going to outline the four workflows that I recommend all of you do inside of your business starting tomorrow. First, I'm just going to tell you what they are. I like to rattle them off. I like to say them as many times as I can. And that is an inquiry workflow, a booking workflow, an onboarding workflow, and then a service and delivery workflow. Now, depending on how detailed your service and delivery systems are, you may want to separate those into two different workflows. But most photographers can get away with combining that into one workflow. And now that I've given you the four workflows, let's talk about what goes inside each one of them. So starting with the inquiry workflow, your inquiry workflow has one job and one job only, and that is to qualify your leads for whatever your offer is. So if you are a photographer and you offer family and newborn sessions and someone inquires about a brand session, The entire purpose of the inquiry workflow is to either make them a custom offer or to get them funneled into the offers that you already have. So there's a couple of key decisions that I want you to make inside of the inquiry workflow. First of all, if you are using a CRM like Dubsado and it has a scheduler feature, the question is, how are people going to come into your workflow? Are they going to fill out a lead capture form or a contact form on your website? Or are they going to be able to schedule a consultation call directly from your website? That is totally up to you, but that is a decision that you need to make before you create the inquiry workflow. The most important thing that you will have inside of this workflow is an automated lead response. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. This is the most important part of the workflow because this is what keeps people hooked until you have had an opportunity to reach out and speak with them directly. There are a few key things that this email needs to do. First, it needs to thank them for contacting you. 
Yes, guys, you do actually have to say thank you. Did your mother teach you manners? (laughs) The second thing that it needs to do is give them something else to read or look at to keep them interested until you can answer them personally. So if I am a photographer, which you guys all know that I am, and someone is inquiring about a newborn session, I could send them a few newborn sessions in a gallery or a few blog sessions on my website. I could let them know how to prepare for a newborn session, what the best age is for a newborn session. I could go on and on. But the key idea is that they get a better sense of what you offer and it keeps them interested until you can contact them again. Now, the third thing that this email needs to do is tell them what comes next. If they should expect to hear from you in 24 hours, tell them that. If you want them to automatically schedule a consultation call, if that's not what they did initially, give them a link to do so. But do not, under any circumstances, send out a response without telling them what comes next. This is the biggest part of managing expectations for your leads. So those are the items that should be included inside of this automated lead response. Last thing, did you hear the word automated? Because I've said it like five times now. It needs to be sent automatically after the person fills out your lead capture form or schedules a consultation call. Now, depending on your CRM, It can be very custom depending on what offer they've indicated they're interested in, or it has to be generic for anyone inquiring in your business. So please, please, please do your research and look at the CRM that you are currently using to see what is possible. Inside of Dubsado, you can have as many customized automated lead responses as your heart desires. What else is contained in this inquiry workflow is totally up to you. If you do consultation calls, I want you to make it clear what the goal is for this call up front. I tell everyone it is not a sales call for me. It is an alignment call. I am making sure that what I have to offer is what you are interested in booking. I give you all of the information that you need in order to make a decision about buying to make a decision about whether or not I am a good fit for the photos that you want. Because I don't take pictures outside. So every once in a while, I have someone slip through who inquires and they say that they want pictures at Chautauqua or Table Mesa. And again, I don't do those kinds of photos. So I have a template and email that I will send out to them that's like, thank you, but no thank you. Here are a bunch of my friends that take those kinds of photos. Okay, so let's talk about scheduling that call. You wanna give them the opportunity to schedule the call in the most automated way. There is literally nothing worse than going back, giving someone a few dates, them coming back and saying they're not available and back and forth and back and forth. All of that can be avoided if you are using a scheduler. Now, If your CRM does not have a scheduler, no worries. You can totally use something like Acuity or Calendly to automatically schedule that call. You can have templated emails that will automatically send that information to your leads. All right, so I think I've given you all of the information that you need for the inquiry workflow. Let's move on to the booking workflow. Now, the reason that I make the booking workflow separate is so that you can customize the offer as needed if you get additional information. 
It doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, I get someone who chooses that they want a family session when they're about to have a baby. And they tell me, oh, no, but we really want a family session. Like, we don't just want newborn photos. And then I have to say, yes, I understand that. But my newborn process is slightly different from my family process because you're inquiring before the baby is here. We don't actually have a session date for you. So I use a different process. But your booking workflow has one goal, and that is to get you hired. You want to make sure that they have all of the information so that they don't have to come back to you and ask additional questions, basically delaying the point of them saying yes to you and booking. You want to offer them the path of least resistance. I talk about booking friction a lot, and it's not something that's mythical. It's something that's real. And as much as you can do in the planning and the automation of your workflows to eliminate that booking friction means that you are going to get more booked clients faster. And just in case you happen to be one of those people that has a CRM, but isn't using the proposal process properly, you can connect the offer with the contract and the invoice. You can send one email to get everybody booked in three easy steps without any additional booking friction. No more sending multiple emails with a contract and then with an invoice. And for the love of Jesus, can we stop asking people to pay you via Venmo? Your CRM is going to have an electronic payment method available for you to collect money immediately after they sign your contract. This is the magic of your CRM. The rest of the booking workflow is designed to do the automated follow-ups. Guys, the money is in the follow-up. Please do not ignore this. Please do not avoid reaching back out because you think they're going to tell you no. Not everyone is prepared to make an immediate purchasing decision. It doesn't mean that they're not interested in your offer. It just means that they might have needed a little bit more time and you need to follow up to get closure, whether that is a yes or a no. I actually recommend that you send three types of follow-up emails. The first one is completely automated. It just reminds them that you have sent the offer and how they can complete the booking process to move on to the planning stage. The second kind of follow-up email that I want you to send is one that specifically touches on what they've inquired about, something personal about their family, or adds a sense of urgency in order to get booked. That is something that you can't do automatically. You're going to have to customize it, but you can start with this email being 80% pre-written. You are only going to add in a few lines to make it customized for that particular lead. The third email that I send is specifically for closure. It's called the magic email. It just says you assume that they have changed their priorities or have moved on. You are closing their inquiry. So we've talked about your inquiry workflow and your booking workflow. Now we've got your onboarding workflow. This is where the person has, in fact, decided to work with you. They've completed the booking process by accepting the offer, signing the contract, and paying you either a full session fee or a retainer. We can move them directly into the onboarding process based on those three steps being completed. So. 
what goes in the onboarding workflow. If everyone who inquires about a particular type of service is going to get the same preparation information, this can all be automated. If there's anything here that you need to customize based on a location for the shoot or a particular service that you are performing for them, this is where you might want to have an approval on some of the steps inside of this workflow. Again, you need to check within the CRM that you're using to see what is possible. One tip, if you are using a CRM that will allow you to follow up automatically, let's say you send out a client questionnaire and it's been five days and you haven't gotten a response. If you have a CRM that will allow you to automatically send a reminder, I highly recommend that you do so. No one likes to chase clients for money, but after they've paid you the money, no one likes to chase them down for a client questionnaire. And so these are the kinds of tasks and emails that belong inside of the onboarding workflow. Finally, we have come to your service and delivery workflow where you are going to connect with them after you've performed the service to thank them and deliver anything that you need to give them as a result of the service. And last step, you need to ask for feedback. Now, I know some of y'all out there are still scared. You don't want to ask your clients what they thought about the service because you're scared of what they will say. But guys, sending a feedback questionnaire is more than just making sure that your service was great. It's also where you can pull testimonials and case study information for future leads to review. So if you are not currently sending a feedback questionnaire, I highly recommend that you hit stop on this podcast, you run over to your CRM and you create a feedback questionnaire and send it to your last five clients. Now, if you really need to, you could make it the last five clients that you were thrilled to work with, but send it out to at least five people because you will get the most amazing feedback that you will be able to use going forward. And guys, if you are someone who values Google reviews, you can totally include a link for the Google review inside of this feedback questionnaire. So one more time, I wanna give you a recap. The inquiry workflow is to give them an automated response, letting them know that you got their inquiry and then taking the next step to qualify them as a client. Your booking workflow is reserved for those that you have deemed are ready for your service and are aligned with what you offer. Then you move on to the onboarding workflow for these individuals who have completed the booking process and paid you actual American dollars, unless you don't charge in USD and then it's whatever currency you charge in. (laughs) And then last, but certainly not least, we have the service and delivery workflow, which is where you send them anything related to your service. You send them a thank you, you send them their deliverables, and you ask for feedback. Now, if that all sounds good to you, please remember that I have those two offers that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. I have my CRM blueprint for those that want a more DIY approach, but also want me to hold your hand or the VIP setups, which is a completely hands-off experience. You can find additional information about both of those offers at coleyjames.com. 
Okay, I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that this gives you a general idea of the most important workflows that I think every photographer and entrepreneur should have inside of their CRM. That's it for this episode. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Business First Creatives podcast. For more information on this podcast, including show notes and links to the video podcast, please visit coleyjames.com slash podcast. Are you loving the podcast? Sharing is caring. Until next time.